like gave me an intro and told me we were recording for once that's true that was beautiful thank you now no one has to hear me sing some random song from like the early 2000s oh hush up hush up you could always cut it out in post no but it's funny yeah right even though i don't think people like the banter like i've said but i still think to me it is funny if you like the banter let kate know yeah, honestly, I, I can't. We can stop doing it and just be like, okay, let's get into it. But I don't yeah. know. And no BS kind of spooky show. Yeah, no I just BS. I have like I personally I look at like all the reviews on other true crime podcasts just to like see what people like and don't like, and that is one thing I found. So, but it also makes me extremely paranoid. I should, I don't really need to do that. Yeah, don't look at other stuff. Like you also <laughs> don't need to. Like you know, like the audience will tell you if the I show, know. not the audience, the the. The friends who listen to the show will, yeah, yeah, will tell yeah. you, you. That's know. true. I'm always open to feedback. Right. But don't get too bogged down in that crap. Yeah. It does just make me paranoid. It's not good. Hell yeah. Nancy, my therapist, would tell me to stop looking at it. So she wants me to get off like social media completely, though. <laughs> but I'm like, no, Nancy. Are you Ooh. crazy? <laughs> okay. Anyway. This is Spooky Show, as Harrison so sang for us. I'm your host, Kate. Um, Spooky Show is, in fact, the spookiest show in the universe of the history of life in the world. I'm so scared. And Harrison is here. Hey. (laughs) Did she bring back our our, um, Australian friend? Uh, Yeah, hold on. Give me one second. Okay. Hey. Man. Uh, sorry, mate. Come in here. <laughs> You're listening to Spooky Shar. All right, get the hell out of here, mate. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Get the hell out of here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad he's here, too. I'm doing good. And I'm so sorry to our Australian listeners. I'm so sorry. Harrison loves... Friends it. from Australia, I love you. I yeah, love you. And Harrison ya. just really likes to do the accent and... You it do it feels pretty nice. good, it too. It feels nice, like, physically in my mouth. Okay, anyway. Yeah. It feels good in my mouth, but anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, do you remember last week when I was like, I really want to do the Vanishing Hitchhiker? Because it, like, came up. I do. Well, so I'm doing it this week. Well, hot, <laughs> well, hot damn, summer in the city. Yeah, we needed a new paranormal story. We haven't done one in a while, so... Yeah, we haven't had a paranormans on here in a long time. Yeah, so I thought it was like, oh, this is a good uh, good, good time to do it. Um, most of the research, this is interesting, where I'm getting my information from is literally from a scholarly journal Whoa. published in the California Folklore Quarterly by Richard K. Beardsley and Rosalie Hankey. Isn't that awesome? That's very cool. People literally did, like, a study on this. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, and also, I think, gives it, like, credibility a little bit, because it's, like, this is... Sorry, my computer. This is, like, a huge phenomenon, so much so that it needed to be studied, so... 
So the vanishing hitchhiker can also be known as like the ghostly hitchhiker, disappearing hitchhiker, or the phantom hitchhiker. Okay, okay. And I personally often think about the woman in white. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. In that episode of Supernatural, <laughs> which also, Supernatural is a great show. That. I just wish they wouldn't do so many seasons um, because I think the woman in white is kind of similar. Like she stands on the side of the road then like gets in people's cars. But anyway, Creepy. this is an urban legend where people who are driving meet with or are sometimes joined by. Okay. Like they pick up a hitchhiker who then vanishes without any explanation. And just moves on to another vehicle. Uh-huh. Um, they are, there are surprisingly so many books on this, like nonfiction books on this. But I think the most popular one is by Jan Harold Brunvi- Brunband. Okay. And they suggest in their book that the story of the vanishing hitchhiker can actually be traced back to the 1870s. Whoa. Yeah. And has recognizable parallels in Korea, Russia, and the Mormons and Ozark like Mountaineers. It's like a common folklore. Yeah, for a long, long time. Very cool. Very cool. Have you ever heard a story like this? I have not, I don't think. No, me either. Like, personally, no one's no. ever. Yeah. No, but did your hometown have any, like, legends growing up? Like, I remember there were places that we were, like, there was just tell of that there was not... There was haunting stuff going on around there. Yeah, we had the Kings Park and uh, Kings Park Psychi- Psychiatric Center, which As I did. covered on this show. Yeah. Yeah, and we had Mary's Grave, which I talked about last week. Right, of course. And I, uh, oh, one of the most haunted places on Long Island is in my hometown, the Country Inn. Uh huh. What's so haunted about that place? I don't know the story behind it, but I. Uh, we had my cousins, we celebrated my cousins, like, confirmation there. Sure. And the waiters were like, yeah, fucked up shit happens here all the time. We hear banging, we hear footsteps, like. Oh. And it's on a bunch, it's been on a bunch of TV shows and stuff. But anyway, what places do you have? I just remember there was this, uh, there was a place that used to be, like, a psychiatric hospital that had been closed off for a long time. hmm And that people said fucked up stuff went on. And- yeah. A lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> psychiatric right. hospitals were fucked up. Correct. Back Especially back then. Yeah. Okay. There's a couple of part, one more thing. There's a couple of public oh, yeah. buildings in D.C. that are former psychiatric um, apartment hospitals. And you can oh. tell because of the way that the hallways are designed. Like any place that has like double wide hallways, it used to be some kind of medical facility because they have to be able to fit two gurneys down a hallway yeah. at once. Wow. And we don't go for that now. Yeah. Where I have a going? friend who lived in a building like that. It was fucking scary as hell. Yeah. That's wild. That's a nice little fun fact. Thanks for sharing. Of course. And I always look for it in buildings now. I always look for it. I don't know if we have any place like that in D.C., but we have like the exorcist steps. Well, there's one in near American University that I know for sure Mm -hmm. is an apartment building that used to be some kind of facility like that. Yeah. And then we have. um, It's like a whole basement. The house. It's fucked up. The house where Robert Wong got murdered. That. Right. Of course. I used to live right down the street by. Okay. So. Basically, 
like similar stories of, of the vanishing hitchhiker have been reported throughout the world however the beardsley and hanky journal i'm going to be drawn from is like the first proper study of the story of the vanishing hitchhiker and it was done in 1942 to 1943 so like yeah this goes way back wow but i felt like it would be the most like credible source yeah it's an academically uh cited yeah. and researched piece that's really cool thanks for pulling that yeah so they collected as many accounts as possible so they could attempt to like analyze them so we'll talk about those accounts and then we'll talk about like more modern occurrences excellent so we're gonna start the study opens up with a man named sam kearns so sam and another man were driving home from a party in san francisco and the weather was not great. It was really cold and raining so hard that they could, like, barely drive. So they approached a stop sign on Mission Street and saw, quote, an indistinct form of a woman standing on the corner alone. So they thought this was really weird because it was, like, after 2 a.m. and the streetcar stopped running then. So they were like, what is she waiting for? Right. What could she possibly be What is she for? doing? So as they approached... They stopped because as they got a better look, they saw that she was like literally just standing there in the pouring rain without a coat or an uh -huh. umbrella. And she was dressed in a thin white evening gown. The woman in white. The woman in white. <laughs> um, they pulled over and asked to take her home and she accepted and she got into the back seat of their car. They gave her a blanket so she could, like, warm up, and she gave them an address near Twin Peaks and said she lived there with her mother. So they tried to talk to her, and they said she was very polite, but she seemed like she didn't really want to talk. And when they reached Fifth Street, Sam Kern's friend looked back to, like, make sure she was still comfortable, and she was gone. Just disappeared. Oh, shit. Except for the crumbled Spooky. blanket. Yeah, she had the blanket... Um, the blanket was still there, but it was, like, rolled up in the back seat. Uh-huh. So, the only explanation they thought were, like, okay, did she just, like, quietly jump out of the car? Like, what? Right. But they said that they didn't stop once. And to do that quietly and, like, shut the door after, that's impossible. Yeah, that's you would hear that. Like, even opening the door, you would hear. So, since they were so curious and basically just, like, what the fuck just happened... They decided to go to the address she gave them, and it was like an old rundown building with a dim light showing from the outside, and they knocked, and like a frail old woman answered the door, and uh -huh. when they told her the story, they said she was listening as if she heard the story like a million times before. Oh, shit. And she asked, where did you pick her up? And when they answered... On first and mission, she said, that was my daughter. She was killed in a car crash at first and mission two years ago. Ah. Uh, I know. Ah. Uh. So Beardsley and Hanky, the authors of this, art, of this journal, heard this story and then heard almost an identical story in Chicago and then heard that story. And then heard that the story was widely told around, like, Salt Lake City, except the girl was picked up at a dance. So now the researchers are looking for more and more stories. And so they asked for mail. They were like, okay, if this happened to you, like, please write in to us because we want to hear. And people sent in mail from all over the U.S. So out of the 79 stories they received, they were able to find, like, 
four different versions of the vanishing hitchhiker phenomenon. They were, like, trying to group them together. Sure. In similarities. So I'm going to share an example of each of the versions, and then we'll talk about, like, what makes them different. Okay. How they're identified. Cool. So version A, in Berkeley, California, 1934, a young man was driving, and it was very late. On the street, he noted a well-dressed young woman and asked if he could help her get home, and she got into the back of his car, and she gave him her address, and when he arrived, he found that she had disappeared, like she was not in the back seat anymore. Uh-huh. So he also went to the house of the address she gave him, and a young man answered the door and said that the description of the woman sounded like his fiance, who had been killed in a car accident exactly at the corner where she was picked up. So that one's very similar to the first story. Yeah. And now we have version B. So in Ringstead, Iowa, a newly married couple were on their honeymoon and they were returning in late July to visit the World's Fair in Chicago. Oh. Um, I know. I wish I could have gone to the World's Fair. Yeah, my mom went one year. Really? Yeah, she has a lot of like really crazy stories from the world's fair oh my god i need to ask her i'm so fascinated by the world's fair yeah anyway when they were driving home the weather was really bad of course it was storming so they were driving really slowly and they saw an old woman an old woman at the side of the road hailing a ride like truly hitchhiking they picked her up and they like talked to her for a little bit and learned that she was from ringstead iowa Uh uh-huh And she also told them not to go to the fair after September 1st because the Enchanted Island was going to sink into the lake. So they were just like, okay. And just went silent. So the wife, like, of the newlyweds turns around, makes sure she's all good, and the woman was gone. Oh, my God. So they went into town to, like, investigate, I guess, and asked townspeople, and they all said it sounded like this woman who had passed away a year before. Um, Even the clothes the couple described the hitchhiker wearing were, like, people were like, oh, yeah, she was put to rest in those clothes. Yeah. So that one came with a little uh, prediction, which is wild. Yeah, that is freaky. An omen. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that, too. Okay. So, version C. This is, in my opinion, the scariest one. All right, hit me. Out of all of them. So, in Salt Lake City in 1939, at a Christmas dance. Imagine going to the dances, dance halls. Going to Christmas. Now it's just like clubs. Oh, you're going to the Christmas dance? Like, so nice. It would be so nice to meet you at the holiday dance. We should get into, like, going to dance halls. (laughs) Yeah, Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> totally. Like cotillions? Yeah, we should like, go to cotillions. Me and you at a club is just like bad news. We should go to something more like formal. That's the Verizon Ring Back Tone default song, if you don't know. Oh, yeah, that sounded familiar. Yeah. It's also the cotillion theme song. Okay. In my, in my cotillion, yes. <laughs> it's, you know, we play that and we play do, do, ding, 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 That's all we play at my cotillion that I'm hosting. I can't wait. So, at this Christmas dance... Um, a young man noticed a young girl dressed in white. 
And she was a stranger at this particular dance hall. I guess he was a regular. Oh, he saw a certain stranger. <laughs> yeah, a stranger mm. at the dance hall. So, but he approached her and danced with her, like, all night. And when the dance was over, she asked him to take her home. And since she had no coat, the man, like, offered her his overcoat. Wow. A what gentleman. A, what a gent. They got in the car with another couple, and on the way to the address she gave, she asked to stop at the cemetery for a minute. Normal. Just girly things. Just girly things. She insisted on getting out alone and said she wouldn't be gone for too long, um, but she never returned to the car. Boing. Yeah. So they all went out to try and find her, but couldn't. So the next day, the young man went to her home address to get his overcoat because he's like, I want my coat back. She was wearing it. And the woman who answered the door said no one by that name, like, he gave, lived there. But a family by that name lived there years ago, and the girl he was asking about had been dead for many years. So the young man went to the cemetery, and he found the headstone with her name and age, Uh and folded neatly upon the headstone was his overcoat. Oh, my God. Right? Ah. Yeah, that one, bone chilling. That one is truly scary as shit. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. So then we have version D. Um, this one happened in Hawaii. Version damn. Version damn. Damn. Yeah, this happened in Hawaii, and this man was driving along the highway, climbing the slopes of the volcanoes. Um, he's chilling, just casually climbing the slopes of the volcanoes on his freaking like motorcycle. Just hot guy. Actually, I don't think he's on a motorcycle. I think I made that up. I just pictured that like wind blowing through your hair. Yeah. So we saw an old woman walking along the road, carrying a basket and offered her a ride. She got into the back seat. And when he reached the summit, he turned around to look at her and she was gone. Oh, shit. So that's another so these versions are categorized by introductory remarks, like how they were presented at first. Sure. Description of the driver and vehicle, character of the hitchhiker, circumstances of the pickup, disappearance, explanation of the disappearance, and the narrator's closing remarks. So, for example, in 13 stories, the occurrence happened to a friend and in two cases a relative. In 31 stories, the hitchhiker appears after dark, and in, um, and in most, the weather is usually bad in these stories. Okay, okay. In all but three stories, the hitchhiker rides in a car, and in 46 instances, the hitchhiker appears to a lone man. Whoa. Yeah. You gotta be careful, babe. <clears throat> I won't be picking up any hitchhikers that look like uh, mysterious women who disappear in a grave. That's good. Trust me. I have a pretty good eye for these kind of things. <laughs> the vanishing hitchhiker, without exception, is always a female and okay. is wearing something that makes them stick out. So, not like an 1800s gown. Right. And also, are they like dressed really nice? You know. Sure. Something. They're not from here. Or they're literally just not wearing a coat in the pouring rain and they're right. just like, what? So, 47 girls in the stories collected were young, and 14 were old women. If the, women, if the woman is wearing a dress, it's never colored and always black and white, and there is always a reason this woman needs to be picked up. Like, she's cold, she's in thin clothing, she's There's carrying something. There's an otherworldly compulsion to put this person in your car. 
Well, also, it's like usually horny men who are like this sure, young girl's yeah, attractive. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a big part of it too. Like a lot of times, I'm going to mention this later, but I'll just say now. A lot of times, uh, the men would like go back to the address or the houses that, for that uh, the hitchhiker would give them because they just want to see them again. Right. Yeah. So in 29 stories, she vanishes from the back seat of the car, so no one notices. When not in the front seat, though, I mean, not when not in the back seat, things like what happened at the dance store usually takes place. Like she asks to get out and then disappears. Oh. So the hitchhiker is always found to have represented somebody who died previously in all cases. There is also usually some reason the driver has to go back to the hitchhiker which is what I was saying, like curiosity um, or she leaves something and he wants to return it of or course, she has something of his and then the attraction thing. So most have died in an automobile accident and in the spot where they were picked up, as we have noticed. The most popular category and version of events is version A. And let me just say, this report is filled with more and more stories. I don't know. They, I don't think they put all 79 stories they got, but there were so, so, so it's many. It's a substantial portion. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to say them all, but um, I'll share the link in the show notes to the journal so you can like read them all yourself if you want. Cool. So there's also the part about the prophecy thing. Right. That, that, I was very curious about that. Yeah. So if you remember, I mentioned in one story about the hitchhiker, said the World Fair is going to be swallowed by the lake or the enchanted islands going to be swallowed by the lake. Um, Many vanishing hitchhikers are told to have made great prophecies before disappearing completely. Okay. This form of the legend often surfaces in the wake of a natural disaster with the encounter said to have happened maybe all the week before things went to hell. Holy shit. Yeah. So I'm not too sure if any of these prophecies did come true. Like, One article said that there was a story where after Pearl Harbor, a man was driving and he picked up a vanishing hitchhiker who said, quote, there will be a dead body in your car before you get home and Hitler will be dead in six months. What? So then on the way home, after the woman vanished, the man had been in a serious car accident and had taken one of the victims in his car to rush him to the hospital. The injured person died on the way there. Holy shit. And Hitler did indeed die in six months. That's wild. But on the flip side, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think the Enchanted Island was swallowed by the lake. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't think that happened. But is is the Enchanted Island part of the World's Fair? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I should have looked more. I did look up, like, <laughs> what happened to the World's Fair just to, like, make sure. But there, I couldn't see anything on it. So. Dang. Okay, sorry to bring up Reddit again. <laughs> but no, we love beautiful Reddit. I know. It's like, to find, like, modern-day stories of vanishing hitchhikers is really hard. And, like, I think it's hard to find any credible stories about ghost stories online. Because, like, well, what is how do you even prove what it? Is yeah, credible? so for this stuff, you kind of have to go... I also like hearing from, like, real people. About, yeah, for like, sure. And the people's experience is people's experience. You right. Now, whether or not, like, tangibly, physically, the way that you think it should happen or would happen or that would go down, like, mm-hmm. somebody still, like, experienced that. You yeah. You know, like, and that's interesting to hear about. And it's not like big nudes agencies are going to pick these up. So no, hell We're working no. with what we got. Okay, I'm going to read some stories on Reddit. 
um, where people share like their more modern experiences. Of course, it's Reddit. Take it with a grain of salt, yada, yada. So here's a story from one user. They said that back in 1985, they were going through a nasty divorce and just needed to get away and take a drive. This person was like going through it, like contemplating suicide on this drive, like in a really dark place. Sure. So this person says that they drove north from Texas and ended up in Oklahoma City and began east towards Tennessee. Somewhere in eastern Oklahoma, this person noticed a man, though. Standing at the side of the interstate ramp Hmm. looking for a ride. And he was dressed really strange for the summer. He was in a long, like, Old West-style slicker and an ivy cap. Oh. So this person on Reddit says he doesn't stop. So this guy was balling. Yeah. He actually was, like, looking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The person on Reddit doesn't stop and keeps driving. And they stop to use the bathroom. And when they go back to driving, they're, like, cruising along. And sees another hitchhiker, only it was the same hitchhiker they saw, like, miles and miles ago. It's wow. the same guy. So, I guess now this person, this person literally says, I don't know why I stopped, but, like, curiosity got the best of me. And they pull over, and they offer the man a ride. And the man got in, and he was, like, very polite and immediately started talking about life's heartache and troubles. The Reddit user says, it was like he was reading my soul. Wow. And they said that. By the time uh, they enter Little Rock, Arkansas, the man promised that everything would work out and that, like, every ending's just a new beginning and that everything is going to be okay. And the sun was setting when they entered Little Rock and they stopped. And the man asked the driver if he would, like, give him money for food. And the driver said yes and walked into the convenience store and brought, bought the man, like, a pack of bologna. <laughs> Half gallon of milk and a loaf of bread and some candy bars. Oh. I know. And the man, like, thanked the driver, and the driver got into the car to continue on the journey, thinking the man would enter, too. Like, okay, let's go back in the car. But when he sat down and looked around, the man was nowhere to be seen. He was just gone. Like, he got in the car. You know, you expect the person next to you to get in the car, but he was just gone. Right. So the driver got out and looked around for him. He said he was even, like, getting on his his hands and knees to make sure he like wasn't under the car like he was looking everywhere that's scary and weird yeah that's very scary and very weird so he and then he went into the convenience store and was like did anyone come in here and the clerk was like no one came in here after you Uh uh-huh so the reddit user says that he's convinced this man was an angel wow because the man was right he said like the reddit user said like their life did work out and the man's um presence immediately made the user feel like a weight had been lifted from their shoulders that's a beautiful story that makes me really happy i know that's nice that's not spooky that's nice that was a nice story (laughs) it's like okay maybe you should pick up the hitchhikers i don't Mm -mm. know no i'm Mm -mm. kidding i'm kidding (laughs) i'm absolutely 100 yeah absolutely 100 percent kidding so another user said that a vanishing hitchhiker occurrence happened to their grandfather. And apparently the grandfather was a trucker who saw a woman on the side of the road and asked her if she needed a ride. So she got into the back seat of the truck. And when he got to where she told him to go, it was an empty parking lot. And he turned around to let her be like, okay, bye. And she was gone. Wow. So the grandfather stopped into town to eat something and asked the waitress if she had, like, heard of anything like that happening around town to, like, any other truckers. Uh-huh. And the waitress said that the empty parking lot used to be a church. And, the, and yes, this happens a lot. And the woman 
was likely a woman that died on her way to um, her wedding in a car crash right off the road he was on. Oh, that's a sad one. Yeah, that one is really sad. So then to end, while I was sifting through Reddit, I found out about this place called Uniondale, and it's a small town in a little Karoo in the Western Cape province in South Africa. Uh-huh. The town was formed in 1856 by the joining of two towns, Hopedale and Lyons. And this town, this town's primary claim to fame, according to Wikipedia, um, is the ghost story of the Uniondale hitchhiker. Okay, and that do tell. It's not wild. Like, that is crazy. It was a whole Wikipedia dedicated to that this. That is weird. Yeah, the person on Reddit who shared it was like, yeah, this happens where I'm from. Like, here's, check holy out this, shit. here's the Wikipedia. So I was like, holy fuck. So. I thought you were about to talk about some Brigadoon stuff, that this is like a place that only appears once every hundred years or something like that. That would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's just a huge phenomenon in this town. It happens all the freaking time. Interesting. Yeah. So here's like the primary story of the ghost of Uniondale. So like in a storm during Easter weekend in 1968, a young engaged couple had a car accident on the Barrandess Willowmore Road around uh-huh. 20 kilometers from the town. The woman, Maria Charlotte Rue, was sleeping in the backseat of their Volkswagen Beetle when her fiance lost control of the car and the car overturned and she was killed. So... The first reported sighting of a ghost matching her description occurred during the Easter weekend of 1976. And since then, many other sightings have been reported just like all the time. Mm -hmm. So all involve a female hitchhiker who's given a lift, then disappears a few kilometers down the road. And some have reported car door, like when they drive on that road, car doors like opening and closing and like they hear laughter and there's like a chill in the air. And here's an actual newspaper article from the Daily Breeze newspaper, dated April 11th, 1980. This is an actual... See, a news news agency did pick it up. There you go. (laughs) So the article says, The motorcycle ghost of the Karoo Desert has struck again. The ghost said to be a woman who died in a motorcycle accident more than 10 years ago near Uniondale, badly frightened Andre Cotezzi. 20 years old, who was breezing along the highway on Good Friday and said this. He said, I was riding near the Baramad's turnoff, the site of the fatal accident a decade ago, when I felt my hair stand on end inside my crash helmet and someone or something put its arms around my waist from behind. There was something sitting on my bike. So the frightened motorcyclist said he accelerated to like 80 miles an hour. To get away. And the ghost hit him three times in the helmet to get him to slow down. And he said the blows were vicious. And when he reached 100 miles per hour, the ghost disappeared. Cotezzi drove to a local cafe for help. And when he got there, the owner said he could hardly speak when we asked him what happened. But gradually it dawned on us that the woman ghost had appeared once more. So there have been several reports in recent years of motorcyclists picking up a blonde woman hitchhiker near Uniondale, only to find that she had vanished from the backseat after a few miles. And that's that. That is spooky as hell. Um, what do you think, Harrison? I think it's very scary, and I believe that if people think that happened to them, that it probably did. Yeah, I'd have to agree. 
I mean, like, who am I to say? Like, I don't know. It's just so, I believe in ghosts. I believe in ghosts, too. And it's just so crazy to me that so many people have this story. Like, Yeah, right. I mean, it's like it's a phenomenon, you know? Yeah. And I, well, I was reading, like, okay, what's the deal? Do people think it's real? And I read that a lot of times these stories are told as, like, cautionary tales to, so like, not pick up hitchhikers. Uh-huh. Um, and that many people think it's, like, hallucinations or something. Like, yeah. driving late at night, you can't sure. see. But also, it's, like... In many of these, the girl gets in the back seat and like talks to them. Like I don't know. And people have collective, you know, this phenomenon of collective, you know. That's true. Experiences, stuff like that, you know. So we don't know. I feel like if I were to believe in like any ghost, I believe in this. I would believe. I believe in this the yeah. hardest, just because so many people and have experienced car- it. And it's not like cartoonish. Like I don't really think ghosts are out here trying to get you. You know, like I don't. Right and. It is so strange, too, because what do these ghosts even want? Like, they don't do anything. They're just looking for some kind of closure, is what it seems like. They're trying yeah. to get to the place that they were trying to get to that they couldn't get to fulfill their, like, earthly duty. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. But then they keep, like, coming back. Yeah, because it's never done, you know? Oh, my God. That's why a ghost, like, a ghost doesn't stay on Earth because their job is done. Like, a ghost stays because it's unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Wow, that gave me chills. Damn. Yeah, I believe in it. Yeah, me too. Well, Kate, <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Um, well, Kate, <laughs> um, I don't think so. Of All course, right. just uh, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Please, 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 because it would mean the world to me. Can I do some plugs? Yeah, but mm-hmm. let me just make sure I'm done. Please. Okay, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Spooky Show Pod. And I think that's it. I don't, the website's not done yet. So it's going to be very soon. She's yeah. working very hard. It looks very, very, very good. Yeah. Okay, you go ahead. Um, and if you don't mind, uh, you can listen to my other show and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts by going to good to see you pod.com. That's good to see you pod.com. And um, if you're listening to this on Monday, Tomorrow, my band has a new song out. It's called Up All Night. And uh, I, as soon as we have the link for it, it will be in the description. What's your band called? Baseball Hat. So just search Baseball Hat on Spotify, follow us, and then when the song comes out, you'll get a notification anyway. So just go do that. We're called Baseball Hat. We have a song out called LMK already. Um, it's really good. Uh, LMK is a bop. The new song's gonna be a bop. I've heard it. It's great. And we've been stuck in my head for a week. Yeah, me too. (laughs) And we, you know, check it out because you know we're putting out an album later this year, Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be cool. And so check that out. And y'all love Harrison. I know that. I get that feedback all the time. Oh my god. uh, Support him. Thank you. All right. Uh, Have the best week of your life. And thanks for listening. Bye.